welcome to the Coach Kyle Show. Hi there. Welcome to another episode of the Coach Kyo Show. Um, this is your host, Kyo Day McKinnon. And let's start this show off as we oftentimes do so that you remember that whatever you're going through in life and whatever is happening at this present time, um, greater is he that is in you, that is in me, than he that is in the world. You can overcome anything. You have to continue to grow your faith, um, take, take less things personal, and, and keep moving forward. Remember the show we talk all things soccer. Nevertheless, I want to remind you um, the objective here, the goal here is to inspire and to impact the lives of our young people to live out their purpose. Um, you know, outside, outside of your family, oftentimes, and in some cases, not even your family, you can you can turn to or you can look up to for that inspiration. We're not talking about motivation. We're talking about um, those who have the ability to move you from where you are to where you need to be. You know, I oftentimes say motivation is like a is like a drug. It's a quick fix, and then reality checks you, and you find yourself right back where you started. So this is a very important time for young people with all the uncertainties, and and we're hearing a lot about mental health and and the struggles. Um, young people are overwhelmed with with life with the expectations uh, that are placed on them. It's very important to understand there's no life without purpose. So we pride ourselves um, on this Coach Kyo show to make sure that we are constantly um, reaching our young people. We are constantly trying to talk to them um, to make sure that they understand, that we understand. because we had, like myself, I had, you know, many, many setbacks. Um, if I look back, I would do a hundred or a million things different. Um, but that's part of life. It's, it's part of the process. Um, and if you understand that, you know that this moment, this time, is an opportunity for you to be great. So... You don't have to be common because we're not common. This show is uncommon. It's unscripted, um, but it's authentic because we need uh, some authenticity regardless of if your authenticity comes with deficiencies. Once again, it's all part of the process. It's all part of growing. You know, Moses heard God. You know, that's why we were there to believe and greatness comes from within because it starts with the creator. 
You know, Moses heard, he saw, yet he had doubts. So whatever you might be going through and whatever doubts you might be facing, know that there's purpose in your life, okay? I want to take this opportunity to thank those who are here, um, continue to share, continue to encourage others to uh, come in. We're talking about uh, parent life and soccer, part three, you know, this is growing on us and there's so much more uh, to talk about and we don't want any interruption. I mean, this show, we want uh, to have you participate. We want you to ask the, the questions. Last week, we had a good interaction with, with some of our viewers and we appreciate that. Roel, Andrea, Sonia, Marsha, you know, that little bit of in interaction is important because it allow um, us to go uh, deeper. It allow you to understand deeper some of the things that are affecting are affecting our young people. So we don't take it for granted um, in what we're doing here. We know that it's important just because we encounter so many young people we're struggling with many things. We're struggling with different things because parents are involved in soccer. It's not just the player. Um, they're not professionals as yet. While we know professional is not just getting paid to play, it's an attitude, um, it's a behavior, but they're not professionals and, and they truly, they truly depend on um, their parents, they truly depend on their guardians to put them in the best situation to succeed. They are the leaders. They are responsible for training them up um, to bring them in line or connect them back to where it started so that they can ultimately uh, achieve their goals. But before we go forward, further into the show, um, can't can't fly this this jet without without a wingman. So, you know, sharing his own insight in with his own experience on you know being in this environment and trying um, to reinvent reinvent himself in his in his own way, um, because we all have. We all have things that we've done that we thought was right and we thought it was, uh, we were going down the right path. But it's important uh, to learn. It's important to grow. It's important to have your own story, uh, regardless if it's good, bad, or indifferent. It's important to have those stories, but it's more important to learn from those things. To learn from those things. And no one could determine when you should learn. They could say you make a thousand mistakes, fifth, a million mistakes. You should learn. No, nobody determines when you should learn. You know, you have to be, you have to take, you the individual have to take that responsibility and use that moment as one to learn or uh, use it as experience for you to continue to grow and to continue to acknowledge where you need to develop. John Maxwell said, Growth don't just happen. You have to be intentional about it. So all Ahmed, 
um, come in and let's let's talk to the people about parent and the life of soccer. Um, and, and we're going to share some more things that we know is out there. We know this is the way uh, people look at the sport. We know this is the way people conduct themselves within the sport. And when we talk about parent life, we're not just talking about parent, a uh, parent who br brings their child to a soccer team. We're talking about coaches too, because they're parents. Most most of them, you know, have kids and and, and they're in the game, so they're they're also a parent. They're also parenting um, a child because you know if a child comes to you and you know the father or, or mother is absent or whatever, you also have to play play that role. And what is parenting? Is training up. It's training up. It's chanak. Is 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 making sure that you rededicate or you dedicate um, the child back to its original purpose. It, it's not for you to take um, the reins like you know you are the big boss that you dictate. You dictate what happens. No, you don't dictate nothing. Your responsibility is to is to figure out what the purpose is. And be a guide. A we talk about coaching, and we talk about the difference between coaches and coaching. If you go back and look at our podcast, you will see the difference. So, where are our people? We want to know that you are here. We want to know that you are um, that you're making your presence felt by letting us know um, your thoughts by letting us know that you're here. Don't forget, you can you can subscribe to our channel. On YouTube, Kyrie McKinnon and Co. You can also follow us on um, at Coach Kyle on Twitter, Instagram, um, to make sure that we continue to reach uh, more young people uh, with a positive message. Yeah. How you been, man? Nah, it's been it's been a long week. It's been a long week, but um, I like what you said about you know reinventing yourself and. And understanding certain things you used to do in the past that you you understand that it wasn't the right way, but then you find a way to fix it or you continue to grow every day. I think that's powerful in a sense, especially as a coach, you're understanding certain things that you thought was right or you thought was, I mean, you had always good intentions, but you thought was the right way to move forward, especially when you talk about development. Now, knowing more every day, development, it's, it's, it's hard. Let's let's be honest. Development is hard, extremely hard. So people that say development and developing kids is easy, it's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. So the fact that again you understanding, you know when you you didn't do it the right way, but you understanding that hey, you know this is the right way, and I need to be in it to have principles. This is the one thing I think me and you talk about all the time is you need to have principles when you're doing certain things, and you need to stick to those principles, even though it might be. It might be challenging to the people that you're doing it to. It might be, it might ask those tough questions, but sticking to those principles and doing it the right way, it makes everybody grow, especially the young kids that we say we want to help. So, yeah, it's important. I, think it, I think it's important. Like you're not going to grow without, without errors. Um, the, the, the very reason why the word growth even exists is because there's a starting point. And that starting point is, is oftentimes um, your lowest. You know, you, you think about a tree, it starts with a seed, you know, it starts with a seed. And it's all about 
making sure that that seed is in a fertile soil. You know, growing, sometimes growing becomes very slow because you encounter, you either encounter a soil that is not rich or you place, it's like you're trying to grow watermelon in a mud soil. You know, I, I don't know if I'm 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 right, but oftentimes you want watermelon to grow, you put it in sand soil. You know, that the agriculture people will tell you different. But you know, if you if you don't put the seed in the right soil, it will not grow. So it's important that people understand that you have to grow. But if you don't understand you have to grow and you just think like life going to be smooth and life going to be without uh, without struggles, without setbacks, without um, things that I always say there's never no shame. There's only pride. You know, because you have to accept that that, that life yeah. will come at you in a way that if you knew everything, you won't make mistakes and probably you will be God if you knew everything. Sure. So, so it's important to grow. And, and as long as you are trying to grow, you know, you have to, you have to respect the noise. You have to respect um, the questions. You have to respect that you might lose the trust. And if I lose trust for those who feel I should be one way all the time, then mm -hmm. I'd rather lose that trust. You know, I don't want to be a part of that. And if I'm not around people, who continue to, who would continue to, to cultivate um, this seed and to, to help it to grow and, and make sure that it's growing in a meaningful way, you have to get rid of those two. <laughs> you don't have to waste your time because, like I said, life is about growth. And that's the, that's the only reason why the word even exists. Because you have to go through and, it, it, and it's important that you grow. It's important that you learn. It's important that you 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 stay in this zone where you are allowed to grow. You know, people call it private. People call it secret. People call it whatever. But as a person, you have to be. You have to know what allows you to grow. Because you could put your, you you could you could say, well, here I am. Look at everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the moment you try to grow, those very people will want to remind you about where you were. Yeah, that's a fact. It's true. So it's never it's it's never living for people. Um, you live for purpose. You you live uh, you live um, by enabling yourself to be purpose-driven, to build character. And, and we talk about that extensively, about, you know, having these principles and set principles. Draymond Green said something that was very important. He said he got into the league um, by playing defense. He got on the floor because he played defense. He never tried to uh, become something else. And that was that was such an important message because, you know, if you focus on this thing that you're good at, obviously people will find deficiencies in other things. Mm -hmm. You're like, well, Draymond Green can't shoot or Draymond Green is not a scorer. Now, if Draymond Green said, well, I'm going to neglect what I do well and I, I will become a shooter. Now he's trying to become Steph Curry. But he forget what he does, what, what, 
makes him Draymond Green, or you forget what make uh, make him so important to to the Warriors to their championship. And then he comes out of character. And now he wants to be a shooter. Now he wants to be a scorer. And one thing about coming out of character and coming out of what you are not really good at, you will fail a thousand times. <laughs> Why? Because of the noise. You know, you know, what are your thoughts? People are quick. You know, what I've seen in life is. You know, people could really identify with what you do wrong or the negative part of your life. Like people are really awesome. Um, which you know, I don't like crowds. You know, I don't like a lot of people around me. Because more the more people you have around you, and if you understand life and you understand how it really works, you know, people in general. They are so good at identifying what is wrong. Most people can't identify with what you do well. And even, even myself, you know, you grow up in the culture and, you, and you, you grow up learning these things and you find yourself doing it. And then, you know what? You start reading some more. You start spending a little more time with the boss, <laughs> the one who runs the show, and you start reading, and you start seeing that, you know, he only identify with what you were born to do. Yeah. He, 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 he didn't look past the things that you didn't do well, but he didn't spend time with that. You know, he said, like, yo, Moses, boy, you weak, boy. You you ain't doing that, but hear what? This is what you still have to do. I'm going to find somebody else, though, that will help you. He didn't, he didn't just get rid of him because of that. So it's important, you know, that you surround yourself with, with people, and they're very few. That's what I was about to say. How do you find those people? You know, it, it's first start with you, though, understanding your purpose. And that's not the easiest thing to find. It takes, it takes a strong relationship with, um, with oneself and understanding that, you came from something bigger than just your parents, you know. You came from something bigger than your parents, um, and it, and you understand that you you're here for a reason. You just didn't show up. I don't care how you show up. I don't care how you got to this place. It's purpose because you know you see uh, people who suffer with um, people suffer with all manner of things come back and tell this story about redemption. You know, you see the worst, how, what we will term the worst set of people, the people who have done the most evil things, the people have done by moral standards, the worst things in life. They have a story of redemption. You know, people who have been abused and suffer for many years with mental health, have a book out about redemption. So it don't matter. It don't matter if you can truly identify with what life is and what your purpose is. Then you're able to know who you don't need to be around. <laughs> and those people might never understand why. 
they will look at you and they will say, well, you have problems. Mm. Now, as a coach, they will say, because you're doing things differently, they'll be like, what does he think he is? <laughs> they don't expect you to grow. They don't expect you to change. They expect you to be what they want you to be. So life is hard. And when we talk about parent and the life of soccer, it's because, you know, young people have to deal with these very things. That somebody's standing in front of you trying to dictate what they believe to be true. So now you grew up living your whole life thinking that what somebody thinks is, thinks is true validates your purpose in life. So now you cannot really connect with self. You cannot really connect with your purpose because you have to live by everyone's standard. Hi, Marshall. Sure you're sharing this life. Thanks for coming through. You know, tell us what your thoughts are because, you know, we're living in a world where it's all about validation. You know, it's all about charisma. It's all about those things to make people you know, feel that you are, you are the thing. You know, nobody don't want to be validated by the person who created them anymore. You see what I'm saying? Nobody don't want that validation. <laughs> you don't want the validation from people who haven't created them and people who got their own issues in life. And it's, it's a difficult thing. It's a difficult thing because, it's, you know, I'm not qualified in life to say this is the right way or this is the wrong way. But I know one thing, that this life that I have is one life and it's it's supposed to be unique and it's supposed to take all different turns. It's supposed to go up. It's supposed to go down. It's supposed to go left. It's supposed to go right. But the most important thing, you have to find that center. You have to get back to that center because there's a reason why broad is the road to destruction. You got time. <laughs> you got time. Broad is the road to destruction, you know. There's a narrowness, but sometimes you just got to go broad. You know, think about it, right? You, you lock up a child all their life. And then the first time you lose them is the college. What do you think going on there, boy? This broad road just gets you. Know? Yeah, <laughs> really broad. Really broad. <laughs> the road just got broad. They're seeing things and experiencing things that They've never seen or they've never heard because, you know, they had a narrow road. <laughs> so what are you going to tell them now? The things they want to experience, boy, you shouldn't. That's a hard task, right? Yeah. That's a hard task. Yeah. <laughs> That's a hard task. And sometimes they got to get slapped in their face or they have to, they have to hit their head to a wall. The only thing we could, the only thing we could hope for is that they return to that narrowness, you see? Mm. But if you were never taught, if you were never trained, what that is, you're probably going to bounce your head 50 more times. You're probably going to come close to death before you talk about your redemption story. You know what I'm saying? Some people were just on the cliff, about to jump off, and they say, something tell them. <laughs> Stop. Something said no, it not, it's not worth it's a phone call. It's somebody say something just tell me call you. Because I was about to do something. I felt like my life meant nothing. And then they call you and they're like, wow, I needed this moment. 
And that is the redemption story. So we say to our young people, we say to you, because we, this is what this show is about. It's, it's to touch you, it's to reach you, it's to impact your life, it's to let you know that life is about these curves, it's about this broad world, it's about all these mistakes. And you won't have the answer tonight. You have to keep going. You can't give up. You can't give in. There's a lot of negativity. I will show some, like we've been doing for the past couple of weeks. We will show some, some of the negativity, and, 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 and it has to do with the leading of the parents because they are the ones responsible. They are the ones given this title as the biggest leader who have the biggest influence. You know, nobody outside should have that influence. But it's happening. It's happening or what? How is it happening? How is it happening? What are your thoughts? How is it happening? It's happening because of lies, Kyle. Is the lies have been taught to the youth. Like it's again, when when a kid feels like he can't trust you, or a young adult feels like they can't trust you, or they, they feel like you're lying to them, it's really hard to come back from it, Kyle. It's extremely hard because you feel like there's there's no connection there no more. So you're gonna look for connections other places. Mm. You're gonna look for connections other places. And then when you have somebody, like I said, we have our own stories. We have somebody that's just as honest with you. I think people get confused with discipline and all these things and being hard and you want the best for kids as, oh, it's it's too serious. They feel like discipline and being honest with kids is too serious because they feel like they're not at the age. Mm -hmm. But it's, again, being honest with them from the jump and from the start, you see why kids open up a bit more and you see why kids can start looking for their purpose because they see somebody that they can connect to that's being honest with them. They're showing mm -hmm. them that, hey, we're here for you. We're not here to tell you what to do, but we're here for you whenever you need it. Yeah. It's a, it's a dangerous thing because kids are the most vulnerable people. Mm -hmm. So, and, and, and they have this desire, especially young people. You could talk about children, but you could talk about young adults too. Yes. They're still searching for this connection because once you haven't figured out your purpose, you like... You you like uh, you like a person set go to sail, going on your boat, but never set your sail. Mm -hmm. That means the wind could take you anywhere, because yeah. you don't have a, you don't have a you don't have a destination. You don't know where you're trying to go. And there's so much there's so much people you could talk about. You could talk about children. You could talk about young adults. But there's so much adults who don't know where they're trying to go. Because they, they're seeking, one, they're seeking to have, you know, basic needs in life. They want a car, they want a house, they want to have money in their bank account. So sometimes the thing that brings that quickly, they go after it, not necessarily understanding that is not their purpose, but it gets them to their desire then. So if you are a parent and you have a child who desire to play soccer, who have this passion, and we understand if you keep your focus, right, on one thing, that thing allows you to do other things automatically. You know? It's something about how you were made up. And, and we use it one time and we, we talk about a player struggling to, to play a long ball. But then I stop it and I say, hey, how do you play a long ball? And they could break it down. They could say, your hip's in line, you're not kicking leg at this part, you hit the ball this way. And I'm saying, hey, you're thinking about too many things. 
Because once that memory gets full, everything goes black. You try talking on television for the first time. Once you once you get to that point where nothing that you plan all you want to say, but the moment you plan all you want to say and you don't get to that point, everything just go black because your memory is full. You're not you can't think about nothing else. So now we said, hey, focus on one thing. All I want you to do is keep your eyes, keep your gaze long enough on this ball. Every ball went to the direction it needed to go. I said, when you focus on one thing, mechanically, your brain allows you to do all the other things in reference to what you're focusing on. So when you find a child and, and the child feels like you are saying all the wrong things because you don't have no background knowledge about what you're saying, and they see the coach saying something that is aligned with what they're trying to accomplish, you know they block you out right away. And it's the same way when a parent allow, just like how just like how somebody else could 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 force your child to tune you out, people can make parents tune out their own kids. Because now the parents want to listen to somebody else who have their own intentions, who's seeing things from there own perspective so now they stop tuning they tune out the kids and they start they tune out their own and start tuning in other things so you got this dynamic where who knows what is right all i know is if you have a purpose you have to be able to tune in the right things tuning out the right things is not an excuse for the repercussions mm. in life you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's a lack of trust, back to your point. It's a lack of trust mm -hmm. where once your child could lose trust in you, but they're not going to tell you because they have to respect, be respectful. Yeah. And they, you're paying the bills and you're giving them a house and you're giving them care and you're giving them something to eat. That don't mean they trust you. <laughs> that don't mean they even listen to you. They put in that position. You think everybody in jail want to be in jail? You think everybody in jail want to listen to the, to the prison guard? But don't let them listen. They will go in a darker hole. Or they will stay longer. So sometimes the goal is, boy, just listen. I don't have to like you. The moment I get out of here, I will I'm talk sure. about all the things you did. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yes, exactly. Don't forget to like this show. Don't forget... <laughs> We're not interrupting the show with no ads or nothing because we want to get this message out. We want to let the people know what is happening. What the, We want the young people to know what they're up against so they don't lose their mind to mental health and they don't, they don't struggle with themselves. Like we both could testify that we struggle with ourselves for a very long time because oftentimes you don't have no one there to really tell you the truth. They rather tell other people about your truth. <laughs> <That's that. laughs> they, they don't tell you about your truth. And not everybody wants to listen to their truth. True. But it's not your goal to go tell somebody else about their truth. The, the important thing, like a coach, is to keep finding ways 
to encourage and enhance learning. So it's a real struggle in life. Um, and we want to share some of these struggles because it's getting worse. Over. <laughs> it's getting worse. We, we could just, we know, like some people who don't care, who just there for their money and who there for the status and who there for the whole um, perception and, and, and the whole politics. We, we're not talking to you. We we already know you don't care. So yeah. <laughs> we're talking about the, the, the young people who overwhelm and who who thinking right now about taking their own lives, who, who right now just want to give up. Mm-hmm. We're talking to them. So you don't, you don't have to listen to us. But you could share the life. So we could talk to the person that you don't want to talk to. Yeah, let us do that. Let us do that for you. We are <laughs> happy to do that for you. We know that you don't want the stress. We know that you don't want to deal with all of that. You don't want to deal with the headache. You don't want to deal with the pushback. You don't want to deal with none of those. We get it. Let us do it for you. Let us share these experiences. Because we got the time. You know, we don't, we don't, we don't coach four and five teams, and we don't have to be on on a computer all day trying to recruit people, and we don't have to do all of that. You know, bless Sonia. Continue to share this live. Y'all continue to share your thoughts on this thing. You know, we're talking about you know parents and 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 um and the life of soccer. Life. No, don't don't mistake you know, what we're trying to say. Parents have a tough role. Because a lot of times they're they're only they're they're only functioning from an emotional standpoint. Yes. You know, nobody's yes. realistic with their child. Everybody wants to see their child do well. You know, this is why people quick to say, Oh, my child is a genius and my child is so smart. The kid is only two years old, and you're talking about the child super smart and and all of these things. Like you don't know what's gonna happen when the child is six or seven or eight. But you quick to tell everybody how oh, your child, you know, you know, your child, your child was walking up these stairs. It's like it's like a tree, they already walk. It's like you're so excited. So it clearly showed that from an emotional standpoint, mm-hmm. you know, soccer is a sport fully emotions. Yes. Parents want to see their child do well. well. And they want to see them do what they think they should do. But the, the facts are, you know, parents. You have to respect what you know and what you don't know. Looking at EPL on Saturday, don't say you know anything about development. Mm-hmm. You know, looking at YouTube and, and reading a set of books don't mean that you know nothing about development. <laughs> I'm trying to help you here because you are downloading and you're encoding things that is not realistically true. And then they come to the point where they realize that there's a truth. And guess what? They learn to tune you out. So nothing you say matters to them anymore. Do you understand the power that you're taking away from yourself? When you put yourself in a position of power, or you put yourself in a position of, I know, and then your child comes to realize you really don't know. You really don't know. You lose all power. You not lose power from a soccer perspective, you know. You lose power from a life perspective. <laughs> That's what I think they don't understand. That's what I think they don't understand. Though. 
You're right. You're right. Once the child loses trust in you, oh, I wish you the best getting it back. Because I'm saying, people can still deal with you who tune you out. That's a, that's such a dangerous thing. Even as a coach, like I know, I always have to be careful that whatever I'm saying is not being tuned out. Because once they start tuning you out, learning stops. Stops. More so, listening to you stops. And then you wonder why your child don't want to talk to you. You think they're going to go kill themselves. No, they're not. They just don't trust you anymore. They just, they just, you know, you know, one kid who said, you know, every time I go to my car, all, all, all my friends say, you did a good job. And like, and they're like, I didn't do no good job. Like, are you lying to me? I know I didn't do a good job because I know the game. And I know that I made so much errors today, but you're only saying that to make me feel good. And what they're really saying is, you're a liar. I can't even trust you. You're just saying something to me to make me feel good. So now when they say, the program is not a good program, be like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you don't know nothing you're talking about. They're not going to tell you that because they feel like all the privilege, all the privileges will be taken away. No way. Yeah. But they don't change the fact that they don't, tr they don't listen to you. <clears throat> and that could mean they're listening to the wrong person. But that could also mean they're listening to the right person. You still lost. So let's bring up the first clip so that we, we got what? We got to, we, we are 37. Yeah, I think we have let's see if we could break into an hour and don't go for an hour because we know <laughs> people might just be like, it's too much. Okay. When the elite coach has a full roster but still hold trials, we know this. We know why this <laughs> we, we know, know this. We know this. We know why this happened because you know I asked a question one time. What is the problem in youth development or youth soccer here? You know, one of the things I really believe in it's more is better. You know. More is better. Nobody cares about learning anymore. The, the, it, the bills have to be paid. You know, these merchandise have to sell. And I get that, you know, if you invest, you want a return. Um, and that return is, is the expense of um, neglecting the holistic aspect of the life that is in front of you because more is better. Why would you have a full roster and instead you, you rather than trying to, um, and you know it's hard for teams and hard for coaches because it's everybody, right? <laughs> it's everybody fighting. Everybody trying to, to and we'll go down and we'll see why. You know, a lot of people just start fighting early, you know. You're in a league and people running trouts while the league going on. Your team's still playing. Your team's, in, instead of you focusing on the development, you have a full roster. Mm -hmm. Your team's still playing. There's still things to learn. There's still things to develop. But you have to start thinking about tryout already. 
<laughs> so it's crazy because you're saying that somebody else is running child for your own kids too. Them, those kids are getting right to leave too. <laughs> that, that is true. That is true. The system is messed up. It's not one team. It's the whole. It's the whole process. Because if it was one team doing it, then it's easy to be like, all right, we don't need to worry. But people have to hold child earlier, clock because fifty percent of the team are already getting ready to get getting ready to jump ship. Why? Yeah, because no development is happening at all. There's, there's, there's no learning taking place. So people go into the quick fix. People go into the emotional side of things. They go into the feel-good moment, the, the instant gratification. You understand what I'm saying? What are your thoughts on you know why people run in tryouts? In the middle of the season, even though they have a full roster. Like I said, I'm trying to secure my, I'm trying to secure that full roster. So <laughs> I want to make sure because I already know, you know, their coaches probably hear parents talking, or I'm just going to go by what the reality is. If I'm not winning, if I'm at mm -hmm. least 50% of my game or 80% yeah. of my games, I know half the kids are leaving. I know half the kids are going to be gone. So my job is at least by the end of the season, we we keep at least most of the, the kids there. So we got to hold the trials to see if we potentially have four or five kids that will add on. And then the kids that are leaving, maybe they're not that good. Maybe they got to worry about it. And I'll come back and make sure with my full roster. I should be fine. <laughs> so they're already anticipating. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Excuse me. I wonder if Barcelona and those teams, like, they don't have to deal with those streets anyway. Let's go. Next, on, next video. We know why. We know why that happens. Share your comments, you know, share your thoughts, ask the question. We appreciate yeah, it. Right. Share the life, share the life. We're talking about parent life um, within soccer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The first team coach watching the talent. <laughs> the second coach team has developed. I'm ready to pull them up and take credit. <laughs> I always wonder, right, how come there's a pathway for players moving up, but it's never a pathway for coaches moving up? And listen to the word they use, moving up. So that, that, that word itself says to parents and kids, they're going to something better. Now, if, a, if in, in, in travel soccer and in, in, in some spaces... A lot of what the coaches are doing at the lower level is actually development because they see growth. Now, when they get to this role of going up, some got blue teams, yellow teams, white teams, the, the elite team, and all kind of stupidness. But they don't have no clear identification or criteria for what makes you a elite or a blue or a one or a what they don't have nothing because they always come and ask you, hey, what do you think? What did you see? Like, how did he is he big and strong? Like some stupid, like some things that have nothing to do with that and development. 
because he mm. might just be older than all the kids in his year. So what that says, what that says, he's bigger, he's strong, he runs faster. That means he's good. That means he's good. He's just, you know, relative age effect. He, he might just be, he might just be bigger than the kids in his birth year. That means he might be advanced in the physical aspect, but mentally he's not far. He's not. He's not further down where the kid, the small kid, who could actually think and play. That you don't want because ah, he's too small. He's too this. He's too that. But this, they say that all you're looking at is the coach have a player there doing well, and you're losing because you ain't doing no development. All you care about is performance. So the quickest, the towards the season finish, you already want um, Johnny players we develop and got the players playing together, and then the parents on the other hand, here goes the parents. They're so they're so emotionally want to see their child in some top team. Don't care about development. Mm -hmm. They're like, okay, we're moving you to the next next stage, and then they get to the yeah. next stage and realize the deficiencies that they had, <laughs> they still have because this coach don't care about no development he cares about performance because you had your kids, remember they say it's a top team and a low team right mm -hmm. so why are you standing why, <laughs> why, why are you so quick to want to fight you sending the players down like what did you do in this whole year that you can prove to us that this player weren't going the opposite side? Mm -hmm. How is it you send in four players downward after a year? But you want three come up. <laughs> so if you send in four and I could send three, shouldn't I be going with that three? You haven't done nothing. So well, you, know, so you, know, it's, it's, you know, it's you know, and they make all kind of excuse like it is youth development, it's not a professional team. If you are supposed to be the moving up, I expect you to be moving up more people to make space. For people to come up. I don't expect you to move down more people to take the players who are doing well in the position they're in. Because we know that. We know coaches, we know parents and players believe if the coach coaching the, the number three team and the coach coaching the yeah. one team, no matter if you have an F license, it don't matter if you don't have no license. But the coach who's coaching the number three team got a C or you have a B, they still believe that the up team is the better coach. Coach is better. Is the better, is the yeah, better situation. Fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that perception in itself, you know, destroy the player. And then you see the player two years after and he's playing lacrosse. Or are we doing track? <laughs> and you're like, what happened? Uh, he just loses desire for the game. It don't necessarily be true. He just didn't learn anything. So we got to be careful. Be better, yeah, fact. You know, these coaches who supposed to be coaching the higher team, stop licking your chops, waiting for the player who's doing well in the lower <laughs> team. Focus on developing your group. <laughs> 
just like the coach at the bottom working hard to get the kids better to stabilize the club. You do your work to stabilize the club and stop waiting to take three and four and five players out of, to the other coach team and then say that you are a developmental coach. Come on. Let's, let's move on. Parents, when you find out they left because they weren't happy with playtime and where they were being played, only to end up with the same playtime and playing the same position at their new team. Because this, if you could go ahead, you could you could take this one because this one is the reality of life in USA. These youth teams. Oh these my youth God. Teams. That is so true, guys. Obviously, we, we know multiple stories that 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 should happen because we seen, like I said, that people feel like the grass is green on the other side, right? So, like I said, they go when you you strike with somebody, you strike with a kid, and then they go to the other side, and then you see we we go to bunch games, guys. We don't talk about we just we football, so we travel for. And we see you're the same, you're the same position, you're the same player, and you barely play. But you talk about, oh, there's no growth here. Some people don't even play the other team. Some people, some people sit, sit the bench the whole, the whole game or the whole season. Then next year they stop playing. It's and it's so it's, I take it to a bigger part because, like I said, it's parent life in soccer. These kids are not moving themselves. Yeah. The parents are the one who move in there. And I always say, youth soccer, it's not about the players. A hundred percent, I believe, and this is why there's so much issues in the youth game and so many people have all manner of things to say. It's pay to play, it's all of these things. And and and, and to every, and to every, um, and to every assumption, there's some amount of truth. But I believe these things are happening because of parents' emotions. You know, a, a child don't truly understand, you know, why they're not playing until somebody starts explaining that to them. And, and if the coach is doing it, I guarantee you, they will find a way to play. Because the, if the coach's job is to develop, ultimately, he or she will be able to develop this child enough to let them play more. But that, that process is impeded when parents start declaring why they're not, why they don't have enough playing time. And those comments, the coach don't know what he's doing. Um, we need to go to a place where you're going to play more. There's nothing... There's nothing intelligent behind that discussion right. but emotions. So is it the child's welfare or is it your welfare? Is your is it um is it is it the child's development or is your ego? Is it or is it your pride? Because obviously, you know, you are not equipped or you don't have enough background knowledge because if you knew. Truth. You would not have gone there in the first place. That's you would have done. And there's stories where people would have done their honest work and their due diligence to understand. But 
in most cases, people only follow the status quo or people only follow, as we say, the numbers because more is better. The tournaments, the whatever. So they haven't done their due diligence. And when they get there, their emotions are affected. Their pride is affected. And they make decisions based on emotions. They don't make decisions because they truly understand the process. Now people say, well, it's my money. Yes, it's your money. But this is why we have over 500, you know, kids impacted every year. They're impacted by mental health. And, and guarantee you, most mo the highest percentage is playing sports. Sports, yeah. People don't want to be honest. That's the truth. Because that sports truth. take a lot out of you emotionally. It's competition. True. Nobody likes to fail. You know what failure does? <laughs> the moment there's competition, somebody has to fail. And if you don't know how I to deal with failures, and even if you don't know how to deal mm -hmm. with success, you could go. You could go in so many directions, that in so many directions that you don't even know how to come back to where you're supposed to be. So, a lot of these things is because of you know players leaving for playing time. Like, do you don't think that you need to earn playing time? No, you don't need to earn it because the first thing they put in place is you have to have playing time. That's first mistake. Right off the bat, so a parent right off the, only the, right a parent only decision to move is because of that paper and the policy that was in place. Nothing, nothing of intelligence, nothing of development. The paper says he needs to play or she needs to play. So that warrants you the moment to say you leave it. So what is happening there? It's only pride. It's only emotions. You're not making a good decision for your child. Because it's not about your child. It's about you. It's always about them. It's never about the child. Just If you just listen carefully, and if you even listen to coaches, everything they do is to satisfy the parents. Their, their, their responsibility is to satisfy the parents. And I'm not saying you have to educate the parents and you have to communicate with the parents and you have to truly let them understand. But here was the danger of doing that. They're going to go down the road and find somebody who conveniently will tell them what they want to hear. So it's back to the same thing. It's back to the same thing. You, you, you can't go. Let's move on. You, 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 can't go, you can't go right. You can't go right. You always got to go wrong. When a club rebrand three times in six years, what are they rebranding? <laughs> why, why are you acting like that? Why are you acting like that? What are you what are they rebranding? Every year they have to rebrand because something is not working 
and it's not the development. <laughs> it's not the focus of development. It's boy, we have to find a way to attract more. Oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> you got so many teams that you can, if you're doing a good job of development. You know, I don't feel, I don't feel, you know. The bigger programs, the bigger clubs, or the developmental programs have to worry about if they will have players. They have to worry about what type of players they want. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? I think that's yeah. the big difference. There. I don't think, I don't think um, serious developmental programs have to worry about numbers. They have to worry about the personnel, the profile of player that they need uh, to fit their idea. Yeah. Clubs who don't develop nobody, who's all about the money and the and 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 having numbers, because that's what that's what the listen, let's let's call it for what it is. <laughs> Only people who players. have this low standard. Who have this low standard for their players? Who have this low standard for their own kids when it comes to soccer? Because they really don't want to invest in the kids. Let's let, let's see what it is. Most people who playing travel and who playing a little, you know, the little whatever thing they're playing and claiming it to be elite, don't really want to invest in their child. Because guess what? They don't trust that their child have the ability to go all the way. So what they do is conveniently let's, let's put them in positions where they could say that they're helping them out or they or, or, or I'm supporting you or I'm behind you. No, they're not. Okay. They are because nobody, nobody, listen, anybody who truly value what it takes to be great, don't do stuff like that. <laughs> what they value is this emotional need that the child has. And what they look for is the most convenient way to make sure they can say they're supporting their child. Which is a lie. Which is a lie. <laughs> so if you start with a lie, what do you think is going to happen? You got to finish off with a lie. <laughs> Just tell the just, listen. We're not doing that, you know. We cannot right. embrace what it takes for you to truly develop. What about that honesty? What about that honesty? I know kids in different state, a different state that would say would drive two and a half hours to train every day to to the point where the coach says, "Sometimes I feel sorry for this kid." But, but this child wanted, and the yeah, parents, yeah. bless your hearts, bless your hearts for those parents who say, yes, I will drive two and a half hours because my child have a passion for this thing. And they, and this passion, make sure they bring straight A's home. This passion keeps them out of trouble. This passion, they're not smoking pot. This passion, they're not spending more time on the, on, on social media. This passion make them re respectful. This passion have to give them a focus. Exactly. So they got parents who understand that this thing takes more than just your convenience. 
Don't come blaming the coaches and the organization for your emotional, your emotional, your child emotional instabilities. You, it started with you. You like to say charity start at home. Boy, it starts with you. It starts with you. You are the first liar. Because you <laughs> told the kids you were supporting them, but you were only doing it because of your convenience. So how is that so? So if I tell you all, I only supporting you because I can. Is that support? If I only could give you <laughs> no. what I could give you, no. is that any support? How is that support? A real support is when I am not really in the position, but I understand how important this is to you. Oh yeah. I understand. I understand that listen, he needs this more than me at this point in time. I'm not yeah, in the I best position to do it, but this is important. That is real support. Now, if you don't have it, you don't have it. But that the but it must be that honesty. A lot of people, a lot of parents are. They want their child to believe they're supporting them in this soccer thing. But they're not, so they look for convenience. You're telling me you're paying a coach $30 an hour or $60 an hour to go train, but the only time this coach see this player is one time a week. But then you go to the next coach and he says, hey, I have to see this child three, four times a week. Because it's important for repetition. Here, the first thing the parents say, nah. we're unable to do that. You, know? you see? <laughs> How you and, and you, and here was the, again, no. though, so why carry the child for one day? What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, yeah. But it, <laughs> what do you think yeah, is going to happen? That it's important enough. To say we're getting you some help. No, you you are you are I'm telling you with with all honesty and, and and love for you, you are lying to your own children. You're telling them they will get better, how they will get better in one day. Do they see the piano teacher one day a week? Never. They see the tutor one day. Never. Do, do you see the ballet dancer instructor one day a week? Do you go to the swimming instructor one day a week? So why you think you could come to soccer one day a week? Because the child said they like it, and you don't really want to do it, but you don't want to see little Johnny crying and crying and crying. So you want to do it. Let's just find something that is convenient enough. You are, that is a lie. Mm -hmm. And then on top of it, you will tell Johnny, well, uh, we don't see no growth now. You know, we think we should go somewhere else. Why you want to go somewhere else is because... You want a next convenience. Oh my God, help us. We're sure. destroying our young people. Yeah, Let's do one more. Yes, listen. Let's do one more because they, 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 you know what? We are our people. Why are we not seeing them? Why they don't want to? <laughs> we are here live. Talk to us. Share your thoughts. You know, if you disagree with us, we're Hard, okay. So. We're okay, disagree with us, but you see, we have no script. This is real life experience. <laughs> These are things that young people talk about all the time, 
And if they're not telling you, that is unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Hmm. Okay, when a club director has 10 teams, <laughs> 10 teams, no assistant, no team manager, and is in charge of all the finances. Come on, come on. Listen, you Ooh. all know a coach, two coaches. Who had ten teams? So this is the, this is this is not our thing, you know. This is this is what we found. <laughs> yes, something somebody tapped in to what is happening within this environment that nobody wants to deal with. We know, we know that to be true. Two people think they could run ten teams. And they're coaching two teams at the same time. So they're going down at one end, try to coach, and right. down at the next end. Yeah. When they go down at one end, the group yeah. doing some totally the whole thing at the one end. Like how oh, and 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 people have the audacity. It's a big club. Huh? It's a big club too, guy. That was a big club too, man. Oh my god. I, people have the audacity to say, Well, my child getting better, or this is a really good pro like, are you serious? How, how, you know how hard it is to coach one child? <laughs> yeah. This game come with variance. And variance is based on size of the game. Do you know that lower the number, it becomes less cognitive? The cognitive demands go down when the numbers are less. So it gives you a chance to develop your working memory for long term. You're able to be constantly, frequently connected to the moment and the situation so you can encode more things. The more the numbers, it's more demanding because you have to think about more things when you're not at that level. So think the, about a coach running from right? one side of the field to the next, saying that they're coaching. And you have the audacity, parents, to tell me that your child getting better. What madness is going on? What, how, how, what type of mad, what type of people we are? What, what is the intelligence level here? That you don't understand how the brain works. And we have people who've been to big schools, who spend four years, who walk around with suit and tie and tell you that you don't know what you're talking about. Because they don't know what they're talking about. Because you can't, you, you can't tell me because you're a teacher, you understand how the brain works with soccer. You might have an idea. Your teaching methodology can be used in some way or shape. But understand that everything in theory can work in practice. So your intelligence says nothing about the understanding of development in soccer. So have some humility and sit down to the side and go learn and understand the game before you start using the power of your tongue. 
to destroy your own child. Now you think it's only about soccer, but it's doing something holistically because it's all about what somebody tune in and what they tune out. Now people tune in things based on trust. The child have to develop a trust for the coach who's in, who's, who has that responsibility to develop them holistically. And it's the connection with the parents allow that process to move smoothly. Now, the, I, I, I talk about the parents not trusting the, the, the coaches because there's no trust that is established because most people, to be honest, just lying about everything. So I, I, I care about the young people. That's what we care about here. Y'all could lie to each other, but y'all destroying somebody who trusts both of you. Exactly. So now the parents have exactly. to play genius because they don't know who to trust. And then they will come and tell you, you know, we had a coach who had um who played at a high level and who have who have coach with license and thing, but your child don't know what's the first principle in defending, and your child was there for four years. Guy was four to five years, guy. Oh my god. <laughs> what is happening? Are people so blind or they just want to be blind? What what is happening? Yeah, I'll stick with the second one. I think they want to be blind, Kyle, because it's, like I said, it would be more convenient to know. Like I said, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of parents are like you said. One most, the most critical thing is the emotions. Like if I'm upset, and it's my child, you know, everybody's, everybody probably has that emotional side to their kid. It's, it's, I'm going off of that. I'm not going off of nothing about soccer because I know nothing about soccer, and they, and they will tell you that I know absolutely nothing about this game. My decision mm -hmm. for my child based on how I feel, how I feel <laughs> is 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 the problem. So you're right. I don't know nothing, but I feel like then I get better. <laughs> okay. So you're <laughs> I listen to the point. I have never played. I don't know so okay. nothing about soccer, but yet I believe. I have to I have to lead with I think they should they should be doing this. It's like me saying I going into surgery and say I think you should okay. cut this. I, I like, you know what? You I, doctor, <laughs> I don't understand, but I think you should cut this thing, you know. <laughs> I think you should cut <laughs> I think you should cut this vessel right here. No, 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 no. Doctor, you know what? I think you should cut this artery. It's like me going in and being an electrician and saying, you know what? I think you should cut this red wire, you know? <laughs> look at you like, what are you talking about, dude? I think. <laughs> but it's the respect of all that they've lost. That's true. For this soccer and, and this coaching as they claim at this lower level, because I guarantee if Chelsea mm -hmm. or Man, you come here, and the coaches said you have to train four times a day. People line up. Excuse me, they will line up. If a Manchester United coach come and say two thousand dollars to train for three days, they will line up. We well, you know academy charging hundreds of thousands of dollars, and people lined up, <laughs> and they're still lining up. Why? Because of respect. 
They have lost respect for the process. This is why it's hunting time. It's hunting season. Because nobody wants to nobody wants to develop because it's hard and we know it's hard. Kudos to the coaches who are trying their best. Kudos to the organization who are trying their best. Kudos to the parents who truly understand the process. But a lot of parents understand the process. But guess what? They don't care. All they care about is their convenience to make sure the kid don't join a gang. To make sure the kid don't have no spare time. So they put their kids in program and expect that success will happen. And get guess who emotion get hit? Parents' emotion. Because the kid ain't performing. He ain't getting playing time. She's not getting playing time. Okay, let's move for another convenience. Mm -hmm. It's a whole messed up thing. Um, and then they start using the words, I think. To improve development, you have to have enough background knowledge. So the moment you start off by saying you've never played and you don't know nothing about soccer, that should disqualify you from talking. That should qualify you to ask more questions. That's going to be a hard one for them to swallow. So let me drink some, some water. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So that so I could swallow for them. I could swallow it for them. Stop talking <laughs> about soccer because you had a cousin that played. Or because your uncle played somewhere. Or because, because you played when you, you played high school back in 20-something. Or you coached soccer at rec. Stop talking. That is not the, that don't means nothing. I playing international <laughs> soccer or professional don't mean nothing. Development, just like being a doctor, being a lawyer, go and seek the expertise. Go and learn what that means. Go and spend time learning how to do it before you want to put yourself in a position to talk because it's impeding the process. And your kid will lie on the floor thinking about the best way to take their lives when you don't even understand. Why would they want to take their lives over a soccer? Why would they? Why would they want to do that? It's not about the soccer. It's not about the soccer, mom. It's not. It's not about the soccer, dad. It's about their passion. It's because they dare to believe in something that you don't care about. You know, I love soccer all my life. I love football. For those who call it football, who call it soccer. I love it all my life. And everybody that get in the way of that, it just gave me a bad taste in my mouth for them. They couldn't understand. They're like, oh, you just want to spend time. No. It's a passion. It's something that it's something that gives meaning to life. As much as you look down on it and you say it don't make sense, it gives you this power to go after so many things that lead to impacting other people's life and empower you that you can't even comprehend because it's not your thing. Let's give them one more and then let's get out of here, man. They will hear us later. They hear us now. No matter. When your director leaves to pursue a new <laughs> career, 
only to see him go to another club as their director. Then proceeds to poach coaches and basically tells parents to commit credit card fraud to get out of their country. Where are these people finding these things from? It oh, is so true. God. It's true, though. <laughs> Oh my god, it is so <laughs> true. They stop poaching players, they poach coaches now. Leave, leave no for being a director either. here and come over here and be a director and move all the players over here. Every one of them, and a percentage <laughs> will come with it for you moving all the players out of the team. Yeah, and that is respected, sir. I want you to know that is highly respected. There's no commitment. There's no, if you commit to something, commit to it. Commit At to the it. end of the day, if you see value here, okay. But the problem is, this. where's the value? When there's lying over, lying over there, Line over here, line across here. Where's the value? You know what they've done, though? They've made every single youth coach look like liars. Hmm. There's no place for truth anymore. Okay. You cannot tell people the truth. It offends them. It offends them. I say it. It's... it's uh. <laughs> We're winding hey. down, people. Let us know that you're here. I know that you're here. We know that you're here. And we know that you have comments. And we know you want. Don't be afraid. You know. Our skin, we, we don't have thin skin. We, you know, listen. We've taken licks. We've, we've, we've been battered and bruised. <laughs> we've been punched. We've been kicked. <laughs> you know, everything, you know, <laughs> we go to the field. <laughs> How many times we go to the field and, and, and all the, the most craziest thing that can happen, happens. happens. And it's just like, <laughs> it's the battle. Okay. It's the battle of the truth. <laughs> it's the battle of the truth. Okay. Remember Gladiator, they had to stand up for the truth. And when you stand up for the truth, sometimes you're going to get punched in your face. Sometimes you're going to get punched in your mouth. Um, But what is life? What is life? You know, what is life? <laughs> you know, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way, parents, that a coach could coach four teams and tell you that he's developing your players. There's no way. All of us are working memory. It gets full. And then we only go in off of experience. <laughs> And to go off with experience is dangerous because you're not speaking to the need, the immediate need of the player. You know, someone said, well, you have to be careful because, you know, it's a parent's game. What? <laughs> it's a parent's game. How are you going to survive? Don't play, no guy. No, say, how are you going to survive? I wonder if Moses asked the same question when fear and the army was coming behind him and all he had was a staff in his hands, you know. He had no guns. He had nothing. He had nothing. He started he start complaining. Well, well, God, listen, 
you bring me out there so the people can kill me. <laughs> the only thing I have is a staff. I only have a staff. The staff was the truth, though. The staff was the truth. The staff was the truth. And those people who like to use that term, you are the problem. And it will not, you know, something, you know, you know, broad is the road for all of us. Like, I got some broad road, and I trying to get on the narrow one. I got some broad road. I respect the broad road, you know. And some parents, you might be on that broad road. You might be on that broad road. And it's it's not a problem. But while you're on that broad road, be watchful. Because it's bigger than you. And don't let it come to your door before you look for closure. Don't let it happen to you. You know, you know hope you hear our hearts, you know. Like, don't let it visit your door before you recognize or you try to figure out what happened, what was the cause. Because no, no one, I had to come to that realization that I have to periodize things correctly because after a while, your working memory is full and you no longer can focus on what is needed. You can only focus on what you've already done. If coaches don't want to respect that, you as a parent have to respect that because it's downloading something and it's encoding something within the lives of your children. More is not always better. More is good yeah. America when it's being done <laughs> the right way. The right way is aligning the process consistently and frequently with the athlete, not the coaches. We're just people. We're just people just like you, with flaws, with problems, with issues. But it's important that the process, the process is being pushed. Practice is not a coaching clinic. It's a place to learn. It's a it's a place to give time. It's a place to be patient. It's a place to it's a place to be humble. It's not a clinic. When you go to a clinic, you try to give as much as you can so that they leave with an idea. Practice is about is about the process. Your child not gonna figure out five different things in 90 minutes. They're not even going to figure out five different things, you know, in two months. And if you didn't do nothing when you were nine and now you're 17 and 16, your brain, your brain not set up, your brain not set up the right way for soccer, you know, your brain. If you didn't train correctly at nine through the pathway, your brain not set up correctly. Let me tell you, let me, let me tell you something. You have to accept your brain not set up correctly to play soccer. Your brain just not set up correctly. You have some deficiencies in your brain. 
you have some deficiencies in your brain when it when it when it relates to soccer. Not your yeah, understand what I'm saying. Your brain is not set up correctly. If you're now learning things at 16 that you didn't learn five, four years ago, your brain is corrupt. So we have to uncorrupt your brain first and foremost. I know your parents don't want to hear that. <laughs> your parents knew. Oh my God. Because if they knew, they won't corrupt your brain in the first place, having you sitting there for five years or four years. So don't blame nobody who is trying to uncorrupt your brain. You understand what I'm saying? You go to the psychologist because something corrupt your brain. You can't go and tell the psychologist, I want you to fix this problem today. <laughs> you see how disrespectful they are to coach because Because football, soccer in America has become a very disrespectful game. To people they see no value in progress or in development for the holistic approach even though everybody talk about it so highly in their presentation we talk about holistic development here we talk about developing the person first nobody respects that boy just give me what i want let my child win games and let them play score a couple goals and we go home telling everybody how great our child is they don't respect the psychological impact and the emotional stability that this game presents to a person. Some people do, not all. Respect to the parents who truly understand that. But you in the minority, trust me. You are in the minority. The majority rules. They don't care about none of that. They don't care. They show up and they want they want the success. These kids, these players' brain not set up correctly for soccer. The psychologist will tell you, you gotta show up, you gotta keep showing up. And until they know that you have made the adjustment and they feel like you're walking on a different path, they will keep you coming. They will keep you coming back to them because your brain is rewired. That's why I don't like motivation. I don't, I don't need motivation from nobody. Nobody can motivate me either. Like, I don't... How people motivate you, boy? I don't know. How could people motivate you? I, I don't know what that is. Like, what is motivation? I don't know. It's, it's like a really, <laughs> Nobody can motivate me. Like, <laughs> if it takes you to motivate me, I just feel like something wrong with me. You can motivate me. I don't think there's nobody in the face of this earth can motivate me. I don't need no motivation. If you understand what somebody can you ask, need to do, hmm? somebody can ask you how do you how did you get to that though? Because a lot of people want to know how to get to that point that you don't need no motivation. To be, you get to, to, that be point? To, to be, to have, to have an independent mind, you have to appreciate what aloneness is. Most people don't want to be alone. They're scared. You have to appreciate that. And because you have to understand, 
it takes a lot of self-discipline. It takes a lot of overcoming your own demons. And it, it takes your connection with your creator, the great God above, to understand what it is uh, to be inspired every day. We talk about this purpose, and most people don't understand the purpose, so they don't have the discipline to be consistent because purpose has to do with principle. And you hear people talk about character. They're actually talking about principle. It, principle is something that don't change. You have to be consistent with what you do. This is why I don't worry about people when they speak outside of what my, my purpose is. Because everything that I function, everything I do outside of my purpose is a challenge for me. But when it relates to my purpose, I am frequently and I'm consistently working hard in that light and in that area. So all the other things that you feel I, I am not good at or I do bad or I'm not, I, I, have, I have no credibility, it don't bother me because it's not my purpose. For me to be for me to be good at those things, I have to become better with my purpose. It removed me from those things. And it keep me connected to what I'm gifted to do. If you don't know, let's give you an example. If you believe that you're supposed to be a great soccer player, it's very difficult. And you understand, and you truly understand what your purpose is within this game. It's hard for you to churn every day. It's hard for you to take days off. It's hard for you to go drink all night knowing that you have a game tomorrow. Some people will do it because they're struggling with other demons that affecting them from really living out their purpose. Because when they finish, they will say like, you know what? If I had done this, <laughs> if I had done this this way, I could have been this. So you have to know that everything outside of your purpose will challenge you. Everything outside of your giftings will challenge you. It's important. That's why you have to be careful who you surround yourself with. Because some people will remind you about what you don't do and it have nothing to do with your purpose, you know. Life is dangerous, sir. And you have to distinguish what is learning from performance. Purpose is about learning. Performance is the thing you're talking about, motivation. It's a quick fix. I don't want no motivation. Nobody can motivate me. Don't try. I don't need it. I don't need it. What do you could do to motivate me? It's about the inspiration. It's about it's about impacting. It's about it's about being that being that level where you lift me up into that level. It's about making me seeing what this purpose can do. 
That's not motivation. That is long-term. That is, yo, it's not there, but keep going. Motivation? I don't know what that is, to be honest. You know, yeah. I don't know what that is. <laughs> you know how to I've never, I've never, I've never connected with that like motivation. I don't, honestly, I don't know what that is. I really don't care about that word either. Like it does nothing. If you're waiting for somebody to tell you you could be good, they can tell you you're not good too. So what happens when they tell you're not good? So you hype when they tell you good. And what happens when you're not when they say you're not good? You, you lose all your hype. You don't like it no more. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Hey, listen. You know the show is for the young people, <laughs> and we hope that you get a chance to go back and listen because some of you, we know, we know you encounter these things, and you don't know how to deal with it. You know, you don't know how to overcome it because you you're in a position where somebody else is in charge of your life somebody else is in charge of your basic needs somebody else is in charge of um, how you live out this passion and this desire the parents have a great responsibility it's not easy being a parent it's not easy uh, figuring out all that you can and all that you should to put your child in the best situation possible. But like everything else in life, if you if you have faith, if you if you're truly honest with what you're doing, there's always a way. Yeah. I don't know how I got to this point, but you know, it's it's beyond hard work and dedication. It's about you know truly understanding what your passion is and truly understanding how this thing how this thing makes you how it empowers you how it makes you feel fearless you know how it makes you feel like your life have meaning beyond money and all these things you know there's a joy and there's a peace that comes that you don't you didn't even you didn't even do anything to get it but it just it just it just hover over you and you're like yeah today's an awesome day but you done everything going wrong. Like I don't. How do, how do you how do you get to that point where everything is going wrong and you feel like today is the best day? Like that's crazy. Something about that passion that comes with doing the thing right. It's come. It comes with doing it honest. So for the parents out there who they're doing utmost best uh, to to support to really support. I say be honest. I, I say be strong. I say, you know, I stay, you know, move away from the emotional thing. Move away from what you think. You don't have enough background knowledge. You, you don't have you don't have the capabilities to develop your child with their passion when it comes to the game of soccer. It's not your responsibility to develop them in soccer. It's your responsibility to equip them with the character, with the, the principles of life, if you can, to make sure that the, the surroundings is honest, is truthful. So 
that we can build good people. It takes a community. You can't do it on your own. But if you continue to let your emotions dictate, if you continue to let your pride um, dictate, you're hurting. You're not hurting yourself because you're feeling really good. You get to drive 30 minutes. You get to drive 10 minutes. The child gets to ride their bike. Uh, you get to spend $10. You get to spend $30. And they get, they get a chance to have fun and enjoy themselves. And then they get to 14. And then they're talking about high school. And then they realize they can't play. And then they're crying all day. They're crying all night. Excuse me. They're talking about they want to take their own life. They're talking about they want to give up on life. They're talking about they're stressed out and they're repressed and they're overwhelmed and they're crying uncontrollably because they don't know what to do next. But you're okay, right? You're okay. If you were that parent, you know, I encouraging, I'm encouraging you to think deeper. It's more than you. It's, it's, it's bigger. It's bigger than you. And for one, and for those who are trying their utmost best and they're faced with, faced with difficulties in life that is uncontrollable, continue to have faith. Continue to support, continue to be honest, you know, continue to strive, and there's always a way. Moses didn't know that sea would open, you know, but it opened because he, he showed that he had some faith. He showed that he had some faith. And it open. Have faith. It will open. Oh, we can never we, boy, we this this show really is uncommon show. Tell the people what they need to hear so that we can let them go. Go back to their lives. Um yeah. Let's get out of here. Like I said, uh one thing, one thing that you brought to light, which is like I said, more important to me myself is finding those that support your your purpose and also at times like you said being being alone to understand yourself to grow sometimes against like i say it myself i've been around been around a lot of hype and to to realize that doesn't help you grow to be honest being around being alone or just being with people that will support your purpose is truly what growth represents so Finding that, oh, finding that, and understanding that's the, that's the honest truth. Yeah, it takes time. It takes time. You know, it takes a lot of mistakes. But find that purpose, and you hold on to it, and you fight for it, and you, because you will come to realize nothing has matter in life. You know, nothing else. Nothing has matter in life. You got this one life, and it's that uniqueness that you have pushes you to the next day. When you lose that, you lose everything. Stay blessed. You know, we thank you for being a part of the Coach Kayo show. We know you might be behind the scenes. You didn't bring yourself um, to the forefront. But it's not about us. It's not about, you know, how many people uh, come to the show. We want to keep things into perspective. We want to be able to say these things that... You know, a young person might find it one day and it might change their life. They might 
it might change their minds from doing something crazy uh, that will leave a lot of people hurt and, and in distress for, for years and years. Um, a lot of people don't know to recover from certain things that happen because they didn't know. They didn't really know the impact of what could happen. That's a very sad place to be because you have to live it the rest of your life thinking, what if? You know, this is an opportunity for us to do the right things, to start doing the right things. Um, and, and don't lose this opportunity. Share this life. Share this message uh, that our young people know that uh, there's greatness within. They just have to dare to believe. Have a good week. Stay blessed. Um, see us back here Monday. We coming with part four. So if you so if you don't want to hear it, sorry, you gonna have to hear it again next week. Because our focus is young people. Our focus is the lives of the young people, and we're not gonna come off of it. We're not gonna change it. We're not gonna stop. We're gonna continue to go after them. Um, this is the mandate. This is the vision. This is the mission. It's not going to change. We want to empower them. We want to, to impact their lives so they know that their life is bigger than what somebody says, what somebody does, what has happened in the past. You know, it's about the future. It's about that next step. And we will encourage them to make that next step because that might change their lives. That might empower them to go and empower somebody else. So stay blessed. And we'll see you back here next Monday. A wide variety of episodes are already available, chock full of incredible insight from two qualified experienced coaches. Here are some previews of eye-opening quotes. Lots of players think they need to drive an hour or two hours to get good training. Because community clubs do not feel, most of them, if not all of them, don't feel the responsibility to provide every child the best opportunity. This is for players to have fun. So why not name it Rec? An elite league shouldn't be based on teams. It should be based on the coaching. There's no integrity in the game. It's all about business. It's it, That's all it is. There's nothing about soccer first. Everything is about giving the athletes and experience. We hope you are available to tune in. New episodes every Monday night.